Hello, dear listener. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Fantastic Podcast. My name is Andrew Knight, and I'm your host today. Join me on another flight through the night. Today's topic is why we need to grow up, and at the same time, mustn't grow up. Every one of you, I guess, has heard the sentence, grow up. It might have come from your parents, from your boss, from friends or co-workers, but you surely heard it before. Someone telling you to grow up because you behaved not appropriate, maybe childish, or you revealed one of your hobbies, maybe cartoons or games, and someone told you, that's nothing for a grown-up person. You need to grow up. You're behaving not like an adult. Well, I believe growing up, or that call, that almost command to grow up, is nothing that is really good. Nothing good comes of it. And we need to take a closer look at it to know why exactly and why we should in some terms grow up and in others don't grow up. What does growing up mean? What does someone intend when he or she tells you to grow up? It's going from being a child or a young teenager, a teenager, to becoming an adult. And what it basically implies is that you become fully responsible for all your actions. That's actually what growing up means. But in time, people use the term to translate other intentions. Like, for example, stop being happy. I'm not happy. I'm grown up. And you shouldn't be happy as well. You should be unhappy. Because that's what grown-ups do. And sometimes it really feels like this. Like all the grown-ups are unhappy. Because they have to take responsibilities. But those responsibilities, they are not those like being responsible for yourself. It's being responsible towards your work, your company, or other people that depend on you, which is an important thing. It's not something to take lightly. If you're responsible for a team, you should take those responsibilities and be there for them. But you're still of free will. And that's what growing up means. When we are, when we are a child, when we are children, we have some sort of freedom that we will never experience again, or at least it seems like we are supposed to never experience it again. But we are still under the control of our parents or the, one, the ones who are responsible for us. But when we grow up, we are able to make our own decisions. Sometimes at the expense of some other freedom. It sounds paradox, but that's just what happens. Remember when you were a child and you had fun, you had summers, you had the winter, you went skiing maybe, or 
In the summer you went to the beach, to the lake or had amazing fun with your friends just doing shenanigans. And now you've grown up and maybe you've grown into a routine. Work, coming home, having dinner, watching some TV, going to bed and repeat. That wasn't the case when we were children, was it? No, we grew up. And that's nothing to be proud of. Not in this case. But then again, growing up means so much more than just one thing, isn't it? So there are positive sides to growing up. You are now able to decide truly, freely for yourself. You may go ahead and start a company, start a podcast, or just go on a long journey around the world. That's what growing up also means. It means freedom for your choice, for your decisions. So what actually happens when we grow up? We transform ourselves. We go from being a child to being a grown-up. But does that mean that we have to lose everything that we had as children or as teenagers and become completely adult? It seems like we are being confronted with a choice. The same choice Neo has to make in The Matrix. Do we take the one pill, the blue one, that lets us stay children, lets us stay in the Matrix, give up our own decision making, or do we take the red pill and grow up and take the harsh reality? of being adult. But the truth is, it's not a red pill, blue pill decision. We don't have to give up everything that was before just to become what comes after. That's a great lie, basically. That's a great deception. Growing up does not mean we have to kill everything that was before. The great art is to incorporate everything that was before but enhance it with the grown-up possibilities. Otherwise, we would just follow expectations of society and most people around us. They dream tiny dreams. And that's not saying they're bad people, but they got told you can't dream big. You can't have dreams. You have to go to work. You have to feed a family. That's it. Be happy about it. Don't dare to dream. But that is a deception. You are able to dream. You should be dreaming. Dream the biggest dream you've ever dreamt. Don't follow the expectations of your fellow humans. Don't follow them. Just follow your own expectations. Dream up your life. Dream up the best possible way you can go forward tomorrow, today. And then follow it. Just do it. Because when you dream up the biggest dream, even if it just goes halfway, it's still a fantastic dream. And that is actually what's necessary to be successful. It's not about money and 
being the most successful banker or manager. Success is something we we look at it under a very economical perspective. But success in life, or it should be not success, it should be a happy life. Having a happy life is having your own decisions and still carrying some of that inner child in you. So instead of taking the blue or the red pill, you just go ahead. You grow up, but you don't forget what you did before you grew up. You learn to have a free life. You learn to be fantastic, to be creative, to have fun, to dare to go where no one has gone before. It takes you nowhere to follow the expectations of society. What else would you gain? What would you gain if you just turned towards a lifestyle that purely revolved around getting up early, going to work, working, 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 so you got some money to pay the bills, pay for your therapy you probably need afterwards, get home late, have quick dinner, and then go to bed. Maybe have some TV. That's not a goal you should strive for. Think outside the box. And you know who thinks outside the boxes? The boxes, the many boxes we are being confronted with? Children, teenager, the rebels. We need to be the rebels against the conformity of society. This is not a call for open rebellion or something. It's not an anarchistical view. It's just that we, when we incorporate more fantasy, more creativity, those elements we have as children, as teenagers, as young adults, if we keep them, if we hold on to them, we can create a better society than we have it now. And therefore, growing up in a traditional sense is what kills happiness, basically. Because the traditional approach expects you to go from a free life as children to a life full of restraints, full of burdens, not responsibilities, but burdens. And there is a huge difference between a burden and a responsibility. A responsibility you should, you should be glad to take because it offers you the chance to change. It offers you something important. A burden does nothing like that. It just drags you down. So you should say no to the burden. So take my yesterday, for example. Yes, I went to work. I did my work. I enjoy my work. It's digging around in old archives. I worked very long to get there. But when I got home, I did some, well, side work. Some not related work to my primary work and then I spent the rest of the evening watching Naruto watching stuff on YouTube like Naruto last time I watched Naruto was like maybe four years ago and so I just did some catching up on the latest stories 
I also stumbled over a let's play of Yu-Gi-Oh! And I watched it and I was reminded of the times when I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! back um, over a decade ago. And I just reveled in those memories of playing cards against friends and overacting. And finally I watched some fan films of Star Wars. You've probably seen The Apprentice, the Darth Maul fan-made video, fan-made film, movie. It's excellent and it's fun. And now some people would come up to me and say, Well, you shouldn't waste your time with that stuff. It's not what grown-ups do, watching comics cartoons, science fiction movies. I know there are a lot of people out there who are completely different, who support that, because there are, of course, those people who produce the stuff, and those are the fantastic people, in my opinion. But there are those who would stop you from having that fun, the naysayers, who just say, that's a waste of time. It is never a waste of time if you're having a good time. And it's more than just consuming movies or consuming some product. It's inspiration. And inspiration is something we are truly lacking in everyday life. There are so many people who just can't think beyond the regular. And so it's no wonder that we keep revolving in circles. If you think back when you were young or when you were younger or I hope you're still young and you have all that potential, that energy, that inspiration, that will to create something more, that ability to dream big, keep hanging on to this or bring it back. If you live in a gray world where the streets are gray, the people are gray, you will be looking for some color in your life and you will need the color. The color is everywhere. You just have to rediscover it. And as children, as young teenagers and up until our 20s, we saw the colors. We were blinded by the colors. And I would much rather be blinded by the colors than numbed by the gray. Because in the color, lies so much power, so much fantastic inspiration, and we need to paint our lives as colorful as possible. So when we talk about growing up, what do we do? Do we want to lose all the positives that we had as children, as young teenagers, as young adults, and go over completely into adult society? I say no. We must not be part of the normal society. We never will. If you're listening to this, you already have a, an interest for the fantastic. You are apparently more into things like The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, fantastic games, fantastic movies, all the fantastic stuff that we have around us. I keep saying fantastic stuff, but it's so much that I cannot come up with a better name right now, but I will. The fantastic conundrum, maybe, or the fantastic sphere. It's something that we can draw inspiration and energy from. 
So instead of becoming gray, we become colorful. And we need to just look for those people who seek the same. And it doesn't mean that we only have to look for the outsiders of society to find other fantastic people who are also looking to preserve their inner child. When I started studying at university, the most prominent professor, he had an advice for all of us that stuck with me. He told us to keep being fantastic in our research. And that's something you generally don't hear in a scientific community because there is a, a difference between being objective and being creative and fantastic. But you see, those people calling for fantasy, creativity, and just a fantastic mindset, they are there. They are not just hidden well in subcultures or on the periphery of society. They are here in the center of everything. We just have to find them and start talking to them. And we can build a better community, a community that is not bent on eradicating the inner child, the playfulness, the lovingness. The task at hand is not an easy one, but it gets easy as soon as you are just a little bit more playful. Now think of everything you cherish about your past as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult, and think of how you lost it. Why is it gone? Are you unhappy now? I hope you are happy. I hope you are fulfilling your life and having that fantastic lifestyle, that fantastic mindset. And if you do, please let us know in the comments. It would be so good to read about your fantastic experience, your fantastic mindset and how it gets you through life. But if you're one of those people who are still struggling with daily life because it's just so gray and you had to grow up and you didn't want to grow up, you wanted to go to Never Neverland. Is it Never Neverland? Neverland. You wanted to fly with Peter Pan. But it's not just the same like Peter Pan. It's not about running away from your responsibilities. It's taking responsibilities, but not without giving up your inner child, your freedom, your liberties, your creativity, your fantasy, and most importantly, your good heart. It is now the end of November. Christmas is almost here. And it is one of those times during the year where we are mostly allowed to become children again, to take a step back from being all grown up. And that's something very interesting. You find those little, those moments all over society where you are allowed, where everyone is allowed to take a step back from being grown up in the traditional sense. It's on the Christmas market, it's during Christmas, it's when the Christmas presents are unwrapped. That's when you are allowed to take a step back from being a grown-up, a stick-in-your-ass grown-up. It's just, I can't describe it any other way. 
So it's rather interesting why we need those special occasions to go back from being grown up. So shouldn't we wonder why to grow up in the first place when we need like a temporary exit route, a temporary pause, just a quick break from being grown up now and then again? Isn't that what should make us think how much sense this all makes? Just last night I was laying awake and thinking, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? And why am I doing this podcast, for example? And the answer was not to just earn money or to be successful and have a big house or an apartment. It's more the thought, the thought of making the world better. And who are the people who have the most and greatest motivation to see a better tomorrow? It's children. Because children believe in something better. They believe, they trust that tomorrow Maybe better than yesterday. And that's something that we sometimes lose when we grow up. Maybe quite way too often. We lose that optimism and the hope. So the more I think about it, the less attractive it gets to be a grown-up. Tell me, why would you be a grown-up. Why would you want to be a grown-up? Because there is a big lie of having your own decision. But the argument of you need to grow up to be exactly like this and that, that doesn't make you free. You're just a pawn in society. You're losing everything fantastic. When you would write a letter to your 15-year-old previous past existence, your past self, what would you write? How would you introduce yourself? Do you think your past you would like you? Would your past self be proud of you? Well, maybe that's not necessary. It's being proud is something else, but wouldn't your past self be a little bit disappointed that so many people, or maybe you, you yourself, lost hope, lost motivation. You used to be so fantastic and full of inspiration. What happened? Did your world become great too? It might just have done that. The color might have faded. But what now? Some of us have completely grown up. Some of us know how to think gray. Some of us even like it, or at least you think they like it. But that's up to us. Even if we are in the gray, it's up to us to decide if we like it there or not. Or if we would just rather prefer the colorfulness of life, a fantastic life. It's really up to us. It's up to us to connect to the inner child or to our past youth before we grew up. 
not letting those restraints of traditional adulthood overtake us. Because that's just what stops us from having a better tomorrow. Think of all those people that create a better tomorrow, who are engaged in improving our world in many ways. Maybe looking at the environment, about human care, about medicine. From that perspective, everyone who makes you laugh is, in my opinion, someone who makes life better. But it's not always easy. This being connected with that self, your inner self, that self, that past self that was just more colorful, that did not grow up, it makes you vulnerable to the gray people. Those that live in the gray, those that just want to see you suffer the same as they do. It is a bumpy road to being fantastic and creative. But we need to take it. We need to stop being all grown up and all adult and need to become fully aware of our chances, meaning we have to combine our full existence, all the positive elements. You don't have to choose red or blue pill. Just take what's positive. Take the creativity. Take the hope. Take the motivation and fuse it with your free will, with your knowledge, everything you have done after, quote-unquote, growing up. No matter where you are, who you are, or what you are, it's never too late. You can be a better person for yourself, not for others, but for yourself. Ask yourself one question. What would I do if I had a million dollar or euro? What if I was rich? What would I do? And the first thing that comes to mind about being happy, what makes you happy, that's what you want to do. And if it's a car or a house, a big house, then maybe that's just what you want. But if it's, I'm going to change my job, I'm going to start writing articles, I'm going to start painting, I'll write a book. If those are the thoughts, maybe that's what you should do. Probably pretty definitely, yeah. You should do just that because that's your inner wish. That's your inner child before you grew up that says, hey, that's what you're good at. Do it. Be happy. And once you're happy, you'll do so much more than you're doing right now. Right now you're just a wheel in a machine that is steering towards the end, towards desolation. You can jump out of that machine. You can be part of something else. You can just start for yourself being happy and then be part of a better world tomorrow. And you will have helped create this better, this fantastic world. So being fantastic, it's a simple idea that involves different concepts, being a little bit what they would call childish, having fun, watching some cartoons, some maybe fairy tale movie, or listening to fantastic music. All that fantastic conundrum 
the, the fantastic sphere. It's something we can draw on to get energy, to become more active, to become more productive, but not in an economical way of being productive. It's being productive for our soul, for our essence. And this is closely related to that process of growing up. If you grow up, you eliminate most of this connection to that source of fantastic, that, that fantastic source that just keeps you going. And, well, you are then steering towards burnout and other diseases, illnesses that will just keep you down permanently. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching to the third episode of the Fantastic Podcast. I talked to you about growing up and how we must not grow up or at least reconnect to that creativity, that fantastic inner child of us. I hope you enjoyed listening to this and I hope it was of some inspiration to you. May your life be not grey but very colorful. I've been Andrew Knight, the Fantastician. Everyone, stay fantastic.